Hey guys, welcome back to the Under One Roof podcast where we are talking about growing faithful and fruitful families for God's kingdom. My name is Andre and I'm one of the pastors at Living Word Bible Church in Ferndale, Washington and I'm joined with my wife Leah here today. How's it going, babe? Pretty good. We have a good topic to dive into that we've been wanting to do for a while. Yeah. And it's We'll see where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. I'm excited but also don't know how it's going to play out so we are talking about um healing right yeah <laughs> healing from your traumas yeah um so the 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 concept that we wanted to throw out today and share with you guys is the idea that one of the most important things that you can do for your marriage and for your parenting is to really investigate and to heal and grow in whatever wounds you've got in your heart from the past yeah it's interesting that uh one of my discoveries i feel like our discoveries as a church community but maybe 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 but for sure my discoveries as like being in ministry is like how messed up people are (laughs) (laughs) and maybe okay like You know, I don't know how it is, how, how, what the ratios are with like different communities. Like where a lot of the people that we're around are in the Slavic community, Mm -hmm. immigrant community. Um, I don't know if different immigrant communities versus like American culture. What are the rates of deep, um, pain and Mm -hmm. wounds, relational wounds, family wounds? I'm sure it's everywhere. I'm Mm -hmm. sure it's a thing everywhere, but especially coming from the you know soviet era slavic world Mm -hmm. where everything was swept under the rug and where people's opinion of you mattered more than reality itself right um putting on a show putting on your best coat and you know um looking super nice on sunday is pretty much all that matters Mm mm-hmm that developed in people not only a lot of pain, but a lot of very bad habits mm-hmm. in relating to their pain. Yeah. You know, you think that you can somehow wish your problems away or by ignoring them, by ignoring your struggles and difficulties from the past, they're somehow going to go away. And the reality is that's just false, right? right. Um, it's going to bleed out into the most precious parts of your life, yeah. which is your marriage and your kids. Yeah. And they will suffer from your suffering and then the cycle continues and it's so heartbreaking and it's so tragic and I think us right now in this moment in this generation have such a responsibility to not only identify our traumas because that's trendy you know we all like to I'm traumatized about trauma dumping, you know, when we all like to talk about all the hard things we've been through and it's, it's a trendy thing and to get therapy and to be victimizing ourselves. And that's, that's, you know, that's dark and, and unhelpful. And we need to make sure that we are never adapting the world's or not adapting, adopting, sorry, wrong word, um, adopting the world's whole mantra on that. But we have such responsibility because we have the gospel, because we have the healer of healers mm-hmm. who wants to heal us, who who t- wants to touch our pain, who has experienced pain mm-hmm. as a human. We have that at our you know, fingertips. He wants this. And for us to not 
um, utilize that to not take that in. It's almost our, like missing the point. Into our deepest pain, it's gonna. It's got, I don't know. It's such a. It's such a huge. It's such a huge topic. It's almost like overwhelming to even try to like chip away at it. But I think, in our context, it's been very encouraging and amazing to see the movement of change towards it and at the same time the resistance of what do you mean we're fine (laughs) and you're like but what about this area in your life where i see it bleeding through what about here what about here and they 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 just like why should i dig in the past i've forgotten all that Mm -hmm. i've moved on like you're telling me i need to dig around and dig up painful things when clearly i'm okay and how do you tell people they're not okay because look at your life look at the choices you're making as a result of this pain that started when you were a kid yeah i think it's almost like you have to ask what is you know what is the gospel doing in your life anyway um what it should be doing is it should be healing and transforming you from and, the inside yeah, out from the from deepest, the parts, deepest parts, parts of your, your identity and this is not about digging into the depths of your subconscious and you know hidden things that you don't even know about it's this is more about looking at the surface of how we behave right every day look at the most surface things in your behaviors look at the things that make you most defensive most uncomfortable most withdrawn or angry right Mm -hmm. look at the surface stuff and then just be like huh why do i do that like is there something you know, is there some, uh, look at the most painful relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. Again, who wants to do that? Nobody wants to do that, but it's not going to go away. It's only going to get it's worse. It's the responsible thing because if you don't do that, it will bleed into your most precious people. I like how you said that because that should scare you. That should make you motivated. Yeah. It's not about sitting around digging in your pain. It's about identifying the root and taking it to Jesus who can heal you through it and yeah. change you and transform you. Yeah. That's it's it's the most amazing thing to do. But if you're just living the Christian life with all these wounds you've suppressed and just buried deep and you keep ignoring them and saying I'm okay cuz it's so far in the past, you're neglecting to be responsible for your actions and for yourself as a person. And healing is not a choice. I think if you have a spouse, if you have children especially. Yeah. I think so so then what is the difference between being overboard obsessed about unearthing every trauma and calling everything around every corner a trauma versus um healthy examination of your heart and the things in your life what's the difference how do i know that we i'm having a balanced approach i think my take on it is the goal do you is the goal to create a pity party for yourself is the goal to excuse sin in your life is the goal to mm. um oh yeah color i, I just yourself as this a way because victim. that's how i was treated as a child is your goal this to victimize yeah or is the goal to better understand so that you can get the healing you need and then change the behaviors that are causing problems and catch yourself and get the tools because when you understand yourself better, you can change your behaviors and catch yourself doing it before it happens and understand the triggers and be like, okay, I tend to do this because I think and change your mind and replace lies with truth. Um, like the Bible says, put off the old man, put on the new. That's It's a whole process that can happen. Healing is a process and it can start with Christ 
being the healer and seeing him that way, seeing him as the intimately present friend who is so understanding of our pain. It's just, it's such an important thing for all people. Yeah. And I think when we're talking about healing, we're not talking about in that like therapy jargon of like secular, you know, therapy culture. It's, it's a biblical concept. Mm -hmm. Like the whole point that God like wants to come into the world, Jesus comes into the world to to heal us from the effects of sin, Mm -hmm. to, to heal us from the, the, the pain of death. Mm -hmm. And uh, to be a sinner in the world is to be sinned against. Mm-hmm. And when you understand some of the main ways you've been sinned against, mm-hmm. it's not for the purpose of creating deeper hatred for people who hurt you. Right. It's for the purpose of understanding what your tendencies are going to be to sin. As a because result. your sin is connected, your tendencies of sin will be connected to the tendencies and the ways that you've been sinned against. Yes. So the ways that you've been hurt is the ways that you will tend to hurt others. Even though you, <clears throat> you know how so many people say, I will never do what my parents did. Right. And yet they, they end up doing it. Or they end up doing the total well, opposite. Yeah, it could be and, and, overcorrection and, and overcorrecting in the other way. Mm-hmm. way, which is equally unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't just you get yourself out of that. Yeah. You know, and I think some of us just have more minor things that we're just need to be mindful of and mm-hmm. just growing um, aware of how the Holy Spirit is trying to expose wounds and b- pain in our heart that mm-hmm. also leads to how I behave, how I treat other people. Mm-hmm. Some of us are going to have deeper stuff, deeper pain. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need like counseling. You yeah. need to, you need to identify. Sometimes you will identify stuff when you think back, when you reflect, prayerfully meditate on your life, talk to people you love. And maybe you go back to stuff that's really hurtful and really complex that you can't really untangle, untangle the yourself. knot. Yeah. Like you need to learn to talk. You need to talk to somebody who is equipped to help right. you with that. Somebody yeah. who is trained in biblical counseling. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's trained in understanding people, understanding how scripture applies, understanding how pain works, how trauma works, how how abuse works. Mm-hmm. Some t- so so you have to have this awareness that sometimes you know, the best thing you can do is to reach out to somebody else who is equipped, you know, find a pastor, Mm -hmm. find a counselor and do that. And, and as difficult and inconvenient Mm -hmm. as it is, it's going to transform the way you relate to your kids and your wife and everyone around you, the closest people in your life. Like you, you, the most loving thing you can do for others. This is not about yourself. Mm -hmm. This is about other people around you Yeah, that you have to learn. And I think that's where it's, some people just bury stuff and, oh, I'm, I'm just not that kind of person. I'm just not open, whatever. Like, who cares? Who cares what kind of person you are? You know, look at the people in your life. Do you love them and do you want to love them well and do you want to live mm-hmm. free? And are you afraid of messing them up, quote unquote, you know, with yeah. the stuff that you don't realize you're doing? Because it's a guarantee if you have trauma or wounds from the past that you've buried deep and never brought to Jesus for healing, they're in one way or another messing up your your life not messing up that sounds dramatic but you know affecting your children Some people it is messing them up and and you know what i hear often is the they're just embarrassed because they're like well compared to the people who've endured abuse their whole life or have been into some traumatic event through some traumatic event or how to you know a parent die or you know um my stuff is so minor why like i don't want to waste the counselor's time and i hear that so much and it's like the smallest things can actually have such a big effect because some people 
people go through the loss of a parent and it makes sense to them and it's hurtful but it makes sense but maybe the stuff you've gone through it doesn't make sense and you're just trying to bury it but you need to bring it to the light you need to help get help and i think a huge thing like i went through healing hearts um it's it's like a bible study ministry yeah um, that leads you through you know your own issues and healing through it in the bible and how the bible we should just throw it out there i don't even know if they have they do i should get more information we should like link it in the show notes i guess but um and what they do so well is they help you identify the things that have hurt you and it and I think that, and it helps you identify your incorrect responses. And sometimes the incorrect response is to excuse the sin that has occurred. Say it was a parent who was extremely abusive. Um, a lot of the time, especially in the Slavic community, uh, the Healing Hearts website, healinghearts.org. Yes. Um, if you if you want to start somewhere, Healing Hearts is an amazing resource. Um, they can they can even do online over Zoom counseling um, one-on-one. It's really helpful. It's a great place to start. Um, but what they help you identify is that it doesn't help you in any way. And God doesn't want you to see the sin that has been committed against you. Say it was some sort of abuse, emotional abuse by a parent, physical abuse by a parent, by a spouse, by a sibling, whatever you, you know, whatever you've gone through we excuse it or explain it away we say yeah that happened but that was so long ago and you know my parents did the best they could they had so much going on they brought us to this country and i really cannot hold a grudge because truly they they loved me and they did the best they could and so we say all these reasons and they're true and that's how we quiet that voice of that pain rather than say my parents did a good job they did sin against me I'm not perfect either. They did sin against me. That did happen. And there's no excuse for that. They'll answer to God before that. But I forgive them. That Mm. is the correct, the biblical response, Mm -hmm. which we don't want to do because forgiving them, it takes work. It takes something from us. And it's just like a whole process that we don't want to go through. We'd rather just forget because Mm -hmm. that helps take away the pain in, in the short term. Um, don't you think it's also like a control thing? Maybe like people who have been hurt, you know, one of the aspects of being hurt, uh, is that your control is like invaded, right? In your life, in some sense, uh, something that you should be able to control or protect has been broken down and invaded. Right. And one, maybe not, not fully conscious way that we react to that is by cinching down Mm -hmm. tighter on being able to control this part of our life mm-hmm. by keeping a lid on it. Right. And that helps us feel like we're in control. Yeah. And I think um, welcoming the work of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God into those painful things in our life, mm-hmm. it's about uh, humility and submitting and to His work. And surrendering that control. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's about realizing like you can't heal yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't fix yourself. And there's things about you that y- you didn't control that happened to you yeah that were sin and it was wrong and should not have happened to you yes but there's a way for you to surrender control to god who is healing Mm -hmm. so so the response is not to clamp down and to protect yourself and to take control the the response is to come to the healer come to jesus come Mm -hmm. to 
the one who has come, you know, to give you his burden, which is light. Mm -hmm. He is gentle and lowly and his grace to change you, Mm -hmm. to make you new. Mm -hmm. But that's also about giving up control. That's also about um, just embracing the fact that I am a limited human being and not everything in my life is within my control Mm -hmm. and learning to live comfortably in that. And I think that that's really difficult because even in our world, the idea of authority is so like suspect. Mm -hmm. The idea of submission is so suspect because all power is abusive power, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Right. And especially for people who have been hurt Mm -hmm. by somebody in authority, whether that's a church leader or a family Mm -hmm. member or a teacher or whatever, right? Um, But the ultimate authority of King Jesus, he is our advocate. He is our great high priest. Like, Submitting to him mm-hmm. is is the most liberating thing we can do. Yeah, you know, but it takes humility. It takes the crushing of that pride right. and saying, "Look, I I'm not in control of myself in yeah. many ways, and I need to come to him and give myself to him fully mm-hmm. in every area of my life." In and my I need most to welcome painful... the tools he's given me. Yeah, and like welcome the healer into the most painful things that you've buried. Um, and I think. Another misconception that I do see a lot, maybe just because we're more exposed to the Slavic community, but I think it's this, um, I, you only need counseling if you've had some traumatic abuse, like, or something, or if you've endured, you know, maybe it was sexual abuse, or maybe it was, um, in your church, someone was a huge bully, and you need help with that, but a lot of times there's deep pain from things that you should have gotten in your childhood but you didn't and that sounds very like self-centered but neglect emotional um neglect Mm -hmm. when you had to be the parent to your parents when you had to make really really crushing decisions when your parents should have been the ones making those decisions but you had to be the one doing that like that is super damaging there's a lot just be really suspicious of your own conclusions of your life because it's affected you in a way that you don't really know exactly how. And if you're open to the healing of Christ and getting help in whatever way you can, it will only help you in your marriage and in your parenting and in your life and your relationships. I think we all tend to be like, it's fine, I'm good. Like, yeah, that stuff happened. I see it affected me a little bit, but I'm good. Like, I have it figured out. I know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Rather than being open-hearted to learn that there's areas in my life that I've been wounded and crushed and now it sent me on a trajectory that every time something that is similar to that event occurs i react in this incorrect way and i can't help myself every time i react in extreme defensiveness or every time i shut down when this happens because it reminds me of that and i don't i'm not even aware of it Mm -hmm. um and it happens to all of us in, in in different ways you know there's a spectrum of the way it happens but um yeah it's been interesting like this particularly like healing hearts has been a very helpful and a huge blessing uh, in our church community. Mm-hmm. It's been helping a lot of people. There's a ladies Bible study. There's a men's Bible study. Mm-hmm. We're trying to launch a men's group because we've already got a couple of guys go through it and found it like incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think tapping into, you know, I think you can't really have genuine healing in your pain if you are not allowing the church to be the church in your life Mm -hmm. if you're not allowing fellow saints to come alongside you Mm -hmm. and that has to be done carefully you have to be able to be open and invite the prayer and 
and like encouragement mm-hmm. of like wise and trusted people. You shouldn't clamp down and isolate yourself, but you also shouldn't just expose yourself to everybody. Yeah, that's and very to anybody. unwise. Yes. Uh, but you need to find those trusted people, mm-hmm. uh, mature people and value them. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most important like characteristics that we can do is like learn to value wise people in our life. Mm-hmm. Learn to identify them and value them. People mm-hmm. who don't just toot their own horn, but people who are actually living life mm-hmm. in a wholesome way. That's a lot harder to do than it is to say. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at people's fruits. It's interesting when I'm looking at families and healthy families and I see a guy who is very outgoing, very excited about the Bible and ministry. My first question is, what's his wife like? Yeah. Cuz that's that's what I'm going to look for. Mm-hmm. You know, when you like talk about family life, I family life is so challenging and mm-hmm. intense to be mm-hmm. real, uh to be really mature in your daily relationship with your husband Mm -hmm. or wife, your kids. I don't care what people say about their life or about who they are. I want to see what they're like at home Mm -hmm. and what their kids and their wife say about them. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit harder to gauge sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But that's real. That's where the reality is. And if you have people in your life who are like, oh, you're such a great blessing and thank you so much for serving in the church and doing so many things but your wife has real real struggles with you mm-hmm. or if your kids have real struggles with you you got it all backwards yeah you have to start in the inner circle of mm-hmm. the people closest to you yeah and that's also the people that can often identify some of your deepest uh insecurities defense mm-hmm. mechanisms you know and you can you can see how your pain is hurting them mm-hmm. you know So I think for a lot of couples, this process has to be some sort of like initiation of having some hard, vulnerable conversations that maybe you've never had. Yeah. You have to take time and be like, hey, I haven't brought this up or Mm -hmm. I've been defensive or like you have to break through that. Yeah. Because you have to you have to welcome their perspective. Right, and you maybe know? they don't know, but they know that. But they could tell you what you, what a they certain yeah, way, yeah. Or you get so angry, and I don't know why, or why do you have such a broken relationship with your father? Or you why know? can't we talk about this one topic why? every time right. it comes up? We just have a huge fight. Yeah. Why, you know? Uh, and that takes so much vulnerability, and you know that will determine the quality of your relationship in your marriage. And it's so it's it's also intertangled. And I think the best thing you can do for your marriage is to deal with your with your wounds and deal with your traumas whatever they may be even if they're so insignificant that you you feel like it's not worth bringing up just bring it up because jesus cares about it all even yeah. if it's like the and sounds if you're like not the sure, dumbest just little ask thing people. ask close people they will tell you they will people tell who are you. close to you will tell you hey you know i think that you have this tendency like you seem like this aspect of you is really like very sensitive or you have this tendency to just always like blame yourself and hate yourself mm-hmm. and be like oh i'm the worst i'm a worm mm-hmm. and i'm a i'm dirt or you have this tendency to get super angry about this topic yeah. or people will tell you yeah it's just about becoming open and just realizing that man what are my priorities in life like what yeah. do i want where am i going yeah who cares if i get the financial stability who cares if i get this or that or this or that like mm-hmm. at the end of the day 
my life is coming in from the inside, from, mm-hmm. from, from the inner person of who I am. And I yeah. need to prioritize like really welcoming the work of God in me mm-hmm. to change. And mm-hmm. everything is downstream from yeah. that. Yep. You, you can not have a lot of parenting tactics and mm-hmm. knowledge, but mm-hmm. if you're a healthy whole person on the inside regulated your healed the, the grace of god that is filling and changing your heart will be oozing out into yeah. your family life yeah. it will be and yeah but if you're trying to be a good parent and a good leader or a good wife um like and, and do ministry in church but you're completely neglecting the inner world of your heart mm-hmm. and your pain and your struggles you've got it completely backwards yeah. you know yeah and it doesn't mean that like go get help and you're going to be healed for life and the struggles you had before will never haunt you again no actually it might even be harder before it gets better because now all of a sudden you have this awareness of all your past pain and how it's actually bled into the way you've been treating your wife for 10 years or 12 years like that's really painful and it's gonna take a lot of work so we're not saying go get healed and your life is gonna be amazing it's gonna be really painful but to get that understanding, that openness and that clarity, like, oh, wow, okay, there's so much I've missed. I think if you love your husband or wife, if you love your children and you don't want to give them the life that maybe you had as a kid or the pain, you don't want them to go through the pain you did, uh-huh. then you have no choice but to seek help, get the counseling, get the help, the healing. Um, otherwise, you are very likely to repeat the same mistakes or do overcorrect in a different way that's going to affect your children and your wife or husband in a way you don't want to yeah and i think that a lot of times because of that scariness i think we get a wrong perspective we look at the pain and the complexity but what we should be looking at is like god because Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day it is god who is here to heal us who to forgive us to bind up the brokenhearted like Mm -hmm. and god is never ever tired of healing broken sinners he's never tired of restoring us he's never tired of any of this Mm -hmm. stuff he is always this is what he's been doing since genesis chapter Mm -hmm. three like this is the heart of god this is who he is grace grace is his goodness to those who do not deserve it like god there is no wound which is too big for god and the stuff that we think is so point like like this is my life is such a mess and I'm so destroyed. Why couldn't I have turned out better? Why couldn't I have turned out like this or like that? Um, You don't know how God's going to use it and you just wait and see because that's just what he does. He takes the most broken stuff Mm -hmm. and he turns it into the most glorious stuff. It was really fascinating to listen to. So one of the families in our church just went to Greece. We have a Greece missions partnership um, with a missionary there who's planting a church in Athens. Um, if you guys are a church who wants to partner with a great missions project, reach out to us. This is a, it's a really an awesome project. But this family went and came back to our church and they were talking about how God has been working in this time. It's really, really cool. Um, and one of the things that Eugene said, so he has a past history when he was like a teenager in drugs and rebellion and stuff like that. And you know, you got to think like, man, if any, this is the the worst nightmare for any kid mm-hmm. to have a, a kid end up in drugs and mm-hmm. breaking the law and ending up in jail. And, um, but he was out there with these kids in Greece who are stuck on their phones, who don't care mm-hmm. about anything anyone says. And he shared his testimony with these teenagers and they're just like, 
jaws dropped Mm -hmm. like they were like what Mm -hmm. like we thought you were this pretty polished person right but you you did what Mm -hmm. and what happened to you and now you're you came here from america Mm -hmm. to like babysit us Mm -hmm. you know and like listening to his testimony like transformed these kids and like opened them up to the gospel it was like it was like the 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 linchpin it was like the key yeah and like god continues to use that yeah and um that is how he works Mm -hmm. that whatever whatever is in our life he's permitted so that he can heal it so that he can glorify it it's it's the most beautiful thing it's the most amazing thing that helps you know the jesus that is meant to be known to know him personally he is never tired of you coming yet again with more stuff for him to heal with more stuff for him to deal with it's never he's never like oh my gosh again like seriously you're gonna bring this to me you got offended by a friend you're gonna come to me and ask for it's never like that he is open arms wanting that that's what he's in the business of doing that like that's what he's all about and i think if we see him that way we we will know our savior in such a different way in such a personal way he pursues us he gently molds us he transforms our hearts he gives us what we need and it's just the most amazing most beautiful thing to experience and if you don't want that you're cutting yourself up from such grace and beauty and love you know he to know him in this way especially when you have deep wounds and to have his healing it's like you know the gospel in such a more personal way that you might have never known if you didn't do the work of exposing and letting that light in and letting that healing in um so i guess i guess the question maybe is like well what if you're the spouse who has done that work or you've dealt with your stuff and you know you feel like you're you're healed up and you have a very balanced approach to this but your spouse maybe it's your wife or your husband is resistant to that and they're like i'm fine why why do you keep saying i need to go see a counselor why do you like i'm good but you see how damaging some of the stuff they do is to your marriage to your kids like how do you help them what do you do i think honest conversations is where it starts you know being the persistent person who speaks in love but honestly like saying honey this is what i see this is Mm -hmm. what's going on what do you think Mm-hmm. you know persistently honest gracious loving but honest conversation you have to initiate that whatever this either side of mm-hmm. the marriage and praying about it yeah like you have to learn to pray about things in your marriage you sometimes you just can't ch- you can't change your spouse you can never yeah. change yeah. your spouse but you can ask god you can welcome god's mm-hmm. work into this thing and praying about it yeah um i would I would personally, I think that we need to be careful about exposing our spouses to other people and their sins and struggles. We need to be careful about just, oh, my husband or my wife, this and that. Like, we got to be careful about that. Yeah, Um, you have to protect that. I would say that that's like last resort in extreme situations where you feel like something is so deeply broken that your family is falling apart or like dysfunction in the family where you can ask pastors for help, leaders, Mm -hmm. you know, so like... I'm not trying to ward that off. We're not talking about like life dominating sins where you should seek pastoral yeah, intervention. Like if, We're if talking like is stuck on pornography or if there's like alcohol. drunkenness, like like constant, like that kind of stuff. Any there's form of physical sin. abuse. Basically, like, unrepentant sin yeah. needs to be dealt with by the church. Yeah. And that's when, not what we're talking about right now. Yeah. We're talking about... I mean, sometimes that's what happens, and that's where you right. need the whole church. You need pastors and leaders to come in and yeah. help. Yeah. But when you're talking about more tendencies and characteristics that you see are like, 
weighing down or making mm-hmm. things complicated or difficult. Um, I think it's persistent openness, vulnerability, graciousness, praying, you know, God yeah. works eventually. And I think leading the way, showing that, that example, if you're the spouse who had got the help sharing about how transforming it's been to you, sharing about what God has done, how much peace you have, how much more open you are. Cause sometimes it just takes that one person to do it. Or maybe you're a friend of someone who needs it so badly and you're just like so obvious you need counseling you need help uh just sharing what god has done in your heart how that's helped you i think sometimes can nudge people into that same direction and um and i think yeah sometimes if you have a very close relationship it's worth saying i think you need counseling and that could be offensive to some people like i'm not messed up why are you yeah, saying or, that? i mean you can but, say it in different ways you can yeah. say have you considered talking to pastors about this have you considered talking to some a trusted like counselor about yeah. this because sometimes stuff is you know just introducing the option mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know and if someone comes to you opens up something that's traumatic in their life and again maybe some things that are traumatic to some people are not a big deal to you the worst thing you can do is to downplay it like if someone's hurting oh, from something of a deal. you know don't assume you know always be prayerful and gentle and guide them to resources if you don't know find someone who knows um you know in friendship it's always better to help you know help them find a counselor than try to be like well i think just do this and you'll be fine because that's what i do right if you're unequipped be quick to admit you're unequipped and send yeah, them to know someone your who limits. is know your limits for sure yeah hopefully that helps you guys i mean some challenging questions but i think you know when we consider the most challenging stuff we can also consider the deepest hope I think Christians, we were to be people of hope more more than anything. Because why? Because there's nothing that our God can't heal. Mm -hmm. Our God is literally going to heal the entire universe. He's going to remake it. He's going to make it new. And uh, he can remake our hearts, you know. And that should give us joy and boldness and peace, uh, even when we have to deal with really complicated stuff. And it should orient us, not in this outward, like, oh, I'm going to do all these things for Jesus, but like, inward first like the gospel must be transforming my heart and my life my family must know it my family must taste of the of this life before i can live it out there you know and that's what he calls us to do yeah so maybe tonight when you come home if you haven't already i don't know if you're open to this ask your spouse be like do you think i could benefit from counseling do you feel like there's things in my life that i just i'm just suppressing and burying deep and don't like to think about um if you're open enough i think your spouse will tell you if you you know it doesn't hurt it will only benefit your marriage to ask those questions and seek the help wherever it's available if you don't have resources in your area reach out we can provide some um well and for some people maybe jumping into do you think i need counseling is like really deep end of the pool but like asking a question like hey do you think that there's like things in my life that weigh me down consistently that i haven't really dealt with do you think that there's pain or grudges or struggles from the past that impact how I do do you think that there's unresolved hurts in my Mm -hmm. life you know like Mm -hmm. asking that kind of stuff yeah do you see things in me that are weighing me down over time that aren't getting better right you know and maybe if your spouse doesn't know ask a trusted friend I mean sometimes maybe it's not expressing itself in marriage but it's expressing itself in friendship and that could be also another side to things so yeah awesome well thank you guys so much for listening uh give us a review on itunes or spotify wherever you find us 
that helps other people find the show and go ahead and send this to episode to anybody you think might benefit from it uh, we're always trying to serve you guys and think of new topics to uh, bring that are helpful so give us uh, some feedback if you have any find us on instagram that's kind of where we interact and we will talk to you guys again soon Thank you.